Hello and welcome to the first rock and roll football podcast of the season. It is a pleasure to be back. I'm Matt Ford and this week I'm joined not by Matt Dyson because he's in LA. I'm joined by the wonderful Paul McCaffrey. Hello, Hello Paul. Hi. Uh, such a pleasure to do the show with you today. It's been a pleasure to be here. We've got a packed show coming up for you. A real classic of a podcast. We discuss uh, mascots. Yep. We talk about a new TV show that we've come up with. That's in the works. Pilot coming out very soon. Something that was potentially offensive that I, I think we managed to circumnavigate it and make it... <laughs> well, listen for yourself. Uh, let's see if you think it was. And um, today we were behind uh, in the uh, Rock and Roll Football Sports Club. We got behind Chorley. Chorley FC. Uh, so enjoy the podcast. We enjoyed making it, didn't we, Paul? Brilliant fun. We should say as well, uh, we, didn't, we didn't reveal this on air, but throughout the show, because we're coming to you live from Edinburgh... Um, we were eating... stuffing our fat faces, basically. <laughs> I was going to say we were sampling Scottish cuisine, <laughs> but yes, you're right. We, we've we had battered oh. sausage, battered haggis, battered pizza, curry sauce. Man, it all going on. Battered Mars. But I mean, the more I say it, the more I feel faint. I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel my respiratory system shutting down. Okay, we'll see. I've been drinking to... full fat iron brew as well. <laughs> we'll see if we can get through the podcast. It may just be me at the end of this. Enjoy. <laughs> Rock and roll football on Absolute Radio. It's Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio. Matt Ford here. Matt Dyson's away. I'm joined by the amazing Paul McCaffrey. Hello, Paul. Hello. And it was your birthday yesterday. It was my birthday yesterday, my big day. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. On behalf of all of us here at Absolute and the entire nation. Oh, that's listening. really kind of you. Thank you very much. The early kickoff in the Premier League. Uh, it's Man City, West Ham. What's the latest there? 3 0. Uh, st- two, two for Sterling, one for Jesus. And uh, 81 minutes played there. So, very exciting there. But 77 minutes played in the big game that we're all watching. <laughs> Leeds against Nottingham Forest in the Championship. Forest have just equalised. Literally, the moment the show started, Forest score. Unbelievable. What an omen. So, this is very exciting. Paul's going to be with us uh, today. Absolutely thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me. And Paul's show at the Edinburgh Festival, where we're coming live from, mm-hmm. it's called Lemon. It's going very well, Paul. It's going very well indeed. Having a lot of fun. Enjoying it. And what time are you on at and where? I'm on at 7.40 in the Belly Laugh in the Underbelly. Please right. do come. 7.40 every Plenty morning. Of left. 7.40 <laughs> every morning. A real early start. It's not. It's in the evening, just in case we do have people queuing. <laughs> Paul is going to take us through all the action in today's Premier League fixtures. Okay, coming up today. Coming. No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, are we still on? We're still on. We're still on. I've pressed the wrong button. It's um, oh, what an idiot! First, <laughs> I mean, I could back. do it over the hounds of love. <laughs> That'd be very different. Oh my! I mean, there's no excuse for it. I could blame. I can't blame anyone. I'm just going to take that full on the chin and I'm going to tender my resignation. You got too then... excited by City scoring, didn't you? I did. And it's the Forest equaliser that's scrambled my brainwaves. Right, we're going to do this again. Here with all a preview of all today's Premier League action, it's Paul McCaffrey. <laughs> okay, let's try again. So, coming up today, Bournemouth play Sheffield United. It's Fish and Chips versus Steel and Whippet. <laughs> it's Alex James v Alex Turner. It's God's Waiting Room v Steel City. As Sheffield United visit Bournemouth, the Blades visit the Cherries in the beautiful South, hoping not to get beaten to a pulp and climb the Human League. Three <laughs> Sheffield puns in a row there. Amazing. Uh, next up, Palace v Everton. The Eagles take on the Toffees. Let's hope they've not pecked off more than they can chew. The Toffees <laughs> looking to start their season by getting stuck in the Eagles' beaks. <laughs> 
After that, we've got Watford. Well, not after that. They'll all be kicking off at the same time. <laughs> it's going to be a staggered start today. They're going to be sticking to the usual formula. Uh, Watford v Brighton. The Seagulls make a flying visit to Vicarage Road. Very much hoping to stake the sting out of the Hornets' tails. Very much uh, Hornet season at the moment, so they will fancy this. The Seagulls will be hoping to fly over the Hornets' nest today and take a big crap on it. <laughs> then, the big one. Uh, Burnley v Southampton. A rare treat for Burnley fans as the South Coast Super Club slum it today and take their finesse style of play to Turf Moor as Hassan Hootel's heroes make the trip up from the official home of uh, British football, St Mary's. <laughs> I imagine Burnley fans will be queuing for days to get tickets for this rare opportunity to see the true kings of English football grace their town for a one-sided celebration of the beautiful game. That is today's football. Yes, Paul! We should say... You are a Southampton fan. Well, no, that was a completely impartial roundup of today's <laughs> games. What are you on about? <laughs> oh, man. Amazing. So many. It's so good to have the Premier League back. As a, as a Southampton fan, how do you think you're going to do this season? I feel good. I feel optimistic going in. Obviously, it was a bit of a season of uh, two halves last season. And uh, I think Hassan Hootel's got us playing well. And I, I feel good. I think, I, I think we can top half of the table finish. I'm going to predict seventh. And, uh, Europa know. League. Yeah. Qualifying round. Would that get you seventh? Seventh would get you in the qualifying round, wouldn't it? European football comes to St Mary's. Yeah. Low level European football comes to St Mary's. <laughs> Leeds almost got a second there. Right, I think I'm going to press the right button this time. There's a real tension. I've added a real jeopardy to the show by being useless. No one knows what's going to happen next. <laughs> no, Keep us very much on our toes. Just stand back from your radio because it might go off. Here we go. Rock and roll football. On Absolute Radio. Drama everywhere today, already in football. Um, there's been a goal at, at, well, the goal in the City game. Yeah, there's been a fourth, Aguero. For City. For City. Of course. Yeah. I don't know why <laughs> no, I asked that. I didn't see that he'd gone to West Ham during the transfer window, but uh, yeah, 4-0. Man what City. a statement of intent. And of course, Liverpool doing well last night against Norwich. Yeah, 4-1. I mean, we're going to do a time capsule today, by the way, so we will be taking your predictions. But first, we have to ask you about what team we should be supporting today. Part of the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Football Club here at the Absolute Radio Rock and Roll Supporters Football Support. There's too many words in it. But what we do every Saturday. And it's great to have you all back, by the way. Feels like I've been away for ages. I feel like, you know, the first day back at school when you yeah. can't write properly. That's it. I, I think I'm very much demonstrating now. that. Just... Ugh. Hopefully we will get through and stay on the air till five o'clock. But we want you to get in touch. Text us on 8.12.15 or tweet us at R&R Football. Which club should we support today? It has to be a three o'clock kickoff, but we will feature a particular club. It can be in any league across the UK. If you're going, that's extra special, but if not, that's fine. So any team you like in any of the three o'clock kickoffs. Get With a name and a reason, I think. Oh, yes, give us the reason. That's yeah. a re- it's a good job you're here, Paul. I know, yeah. I'm falling to pieces, mate. <laughs> I'm all over the place. I do feel like I'm, I'm... You know that first day back at school where you forget where the classrooms it's are? It's not a real day back, is it? It's just kind of like just finding your feet again. You're right, this show doesn't really count today. This is the, kind of, this is the radio equivalent of a pre-season friendly. <laughs> People will listen and say, look, he was a bit rusty, but exactly. he's still going through his pre, pre-season A couple of goals. It, yeah. It's a good job they had McCaffrey playing up front with him, because I tell you what, Ford was looking fat and slow. <laughs> Although someone did tell me the other day that I've lost weight. Incredible. Well, you're doing the new diet, aren't you? The 5-0, fi- is it? Well, yeah. So the 5-2 is where you 
for two days a week eat less. Yeah. But I'm doing the five nil where for two days a week I don't eat anything. Oh, I'll tell you what, because I'm living with 40 this year up in Edinburgh and he's a right laugh to be around on those days where he's not <laughs> eating, let me tell you now. Usually at about 10 o'clock he starts asking food-based questions. He's like, what's your favourite ice cream? And I'm like, I don't know. And then it's like, what would probably be your favourite uh, restaurant to eat? I'm like, are you hungry? And then on the day when he does start eating again, he starts telling me about this stir-fry he's going to cook all day. <laughs> but you, what I find shocking is that you, you can't immediately name your favourite ice cream. Well, no. But everyone can. Nick, favourite ice cream? Solero. Bang, straight in. Oh Gordy, favourite ice cream? Magnum. I see Magnum cookies and cream at the moment. I don't know if you've had that. Oh, naughty. I must admit, I do like a mint choc chip uh, Magnum, but I wouldn't call it a favourite. I don't have a favourite. I just think it's really strange you don't have a favourite. And the reason I don't have a favourite is why I don't need to do drastic diets like you do. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a point. Rock and roll football on Absolute Radio. Now we're going to create a time capsule where we make our predictions today and at the end of the season dig them up and see um, who got these right. Now, obviously, sort of less jeopardy for you, Paul, because Matt Dyson will be held to account for your decisions. Oh, brilliant. I'm not really stitching up. really stitch up on these. Burnley to win the league. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go through them in order then. Who do you think will be crowned Premier League champions? I mean, obviously, we've just seen another goal has gone in, by the way. So, oh, yes. Uh, Sterling's on a hat-trick now. So... I mean, you'd be hard pushed to say that City aren't going to win again. It looks like they've really picked up where they left off. So I would, I, I'm, I'm going to go with City just based on the fact that they're beating West Ham five nil at West Ham. He's going five nil. I'm going for City as well. Who do you think will finish second? I, I'm going to go Ch- Chelsea. Oh, you naughty boy! What makes you say Chelsea? I don't know. I just feel like. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just literally on a whim. It was just the first thing that came into my head. I don't know, Lampard, I, 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 I'm going to go Chelsea. Wow, I'm going for Liverpool in the same way. Third place. Third place, I'm going to go Liverpool. OK. I've gone for Chelsea. Oh, Don't know why. Just picked off the top of my head. That's <laughs> why well, I usually like to do things. Money, mainly. I just think they've got... So, I just still think of them as the richest club, even if they're not. Yeah. So, fourth place... Fourth place, I'm going to go Man United. Oh, I'm going for Spurs. Mm. Actually, if, I, if I've asked that question again, I might have gone for Spurs second time round, but I've said it now. And as I say, I'm not going to be held to account for this, so I literally couldn't care less. <laughs> Actually, I wish I'd gone Sheffield United. <laughs> really <laughs> throwing a curveball in there. Might get an opportunity. Who do you think will finish fifth? Sheffield United. <laughs> you know, if that turns out to be right... Amazing. You should put a fiver on that. Yeah. I'm going Arsenal for fifth. Okay. So let's go down the Pretty wrong boring, end. boring, your top five, isn't it? What? Bo- boring choices, or they well, play boring just dependable. Football? No, not boring. Well, just, uh, I mean, they're, they're, they're pretty risk-free, isn't it? Yeah, but that's the whole point. They're kind of interchangeable. Yeah, but that, that, I'm trying to get it right. <laughs> yeah, fair that's enough. the whole point. Difficult to argue with that logic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Who's going to finish bottom of the Premier League? I'm going to go Norwich. Oh, Based on last night's performance. Yeah. I mean, at the moment, they probably are bottom of the league, are they? So far... Oh, no, West Ham are bottom of the league. Goal difference. So far, you're wrong. On day one, you're already being disproven. <laughs> this is up terribly. Awful start. I'm going Brighton, bottom of the league. Oh. You don't like that, do you? Because you've got a lot of love for Brighton. I have not got a lot of love for Brighton. I'd had the worst gig of my life at their Christmas party two years ago. Uh, two years ago. Wow. Um, did 20 minutes to 
absolute silence. And ever since, I have actively hoped that they will lose week in, week out. Right, so two things. And I'm there. prepared to go public with that. <laughs> it was literally harrowing. I came off. The only reaction I got was at one point, I said, about 10 minutes in, this is the worst gig of my life. And one bloke went, Wee! <laughs> and then, as I was walking off, someone gave me a sarcastic encore, went, more, and the DJ went, yeah, right. <laughs> so just to be clear, this is at the Brighton and Hove Albion, first team... Christmas all of past. the all of the staff from the club, all of the players, all the players. Yeah, not a single one of them paid a blind bit of notice to the fact that I was up there attempting to do comedy. And you'd say that was the worst gig you ever had. Yeah, and that's saying a lot because that's a strong field of contenders. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was the Huddersfield Christmas party, there was the Norwich Christmas party. Oh my word! Because you lived in we Brighton. We should perhaps do a predi- prediction as to where that's going to take place <laughs> this year. Okay, second from bottom. Second from bottom, I'm going to go for Brighton, just because of uh, the conversation we've just had. In actual fact, I'd really like to change Norwich for Brighton, but it's too late. I'm going for Sheffield United, second from bottom. Okay. Now, third from bottom, the final relegation place. Who are you going for? Mm. I'm going to go for Wolves. Oh, what happened there? Don't know. Just <laughs> plucked it out of here. Just, just, just felt right at the time. <laughs> third worst kick. I've gone for Villa, which is a real shame because our producer Nick is a Villa fan. Do you think you're going to stay up, Nick? On the fence. On the fa- even their own supporters <laughs> condemning them <laughs> to a relegation dogfight. We'll have more predictions in a bit, and do text in with your predictions. But most importantly, let us know who we should be supporting in today's three o'clock kickoff. Doesn't have to be a Premier League team. Just text us on eight twelve fifteen. Let us know who is a show we should be getting behind and why. And you can also tweet us with that. At R&R Football. Already losing the dressing room. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio. We're in trouble again here, Paul. What's happened? Well, we've restarted the supporters club and we're annoying people. Why? We're asking for who we should support in the three o'clock kickoffs. Text us on 8 12, 15 with your reasons why. Um, an anonymous texter said, Bristol City Football Club, because we're the only team in Bristol with one of those laughing, crying emojis. <laughs> Rovers fans smashing their radios across the southwest of England. Um, someone else has got into it. She says, Come on, the Cobblers, Northampton versus Port Vale. The reason is simple the greatest club nickname of all time, says Dan. The Cobblers. Mm, I do quite like it, actually. It's got a certain something. Well, it, it's also, I suppose, as well as the, the great history of shoemaking in Northampton, yep. Cobblers is also a. a, a a derogatory term yes, for rubbish, isn't what it? what you're often uh, accused of speaking. I don't read my reviews out on air, mate. <laughs> now, we've got one here, Paul, and I'm guessing this is aimed at you. Whoa. It's Laura here from Dudley. I can't believe you put Wolves third from bottom, considering they didn't do so badly last season. I got them at least fifth. <laughs> already the, our Dudley listenership. What have you got to say to Laura? Uh, Laura, I'm... Deeply sorry, and uh, more for Matt's impression than my prediction. Yeah, well, sorry's uh... not good enough. I, I thought he did well. Let's, by the way, Laura, I, I have no idea whether you sound like that or not, but I just thought that was the closest I'm going to get. Yeah, deeply offensive. Based on the text, I had no idea whether the text represented the accent or not. Um, I mean, I shouldn't do accents for listeners, should I? I mean, it's, it, 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 you know, at some point, that's think... going to get me into a lot of trouble. Particularly if you have international listeners. I think UK, UK-wide I think you get away with Dudley, but yeah. And we start getting people sort of texting in saying we should be getting behind the Nigerian team. It's probably, um, <laughs> probably best to steer clear, I'd say. I think you're absolutely right. Rock and roll football on Absolute Radio. 
trying to get Paul Pogba's agent to take us as clients. Rock and roll football with Matt Ford. And it's fair to say Liam Gallagher's super fan, Paul McCaffrey. Absolutely. Well, yourself. Oh, yeah. Both we're big both, fans. Both big, big Off to Oasis Berlin with. to see him. February. Yeah, we're going out there in February. You know what? I got slightly paranoid then about revealing our flight plans. <laughs> it will probably be all right. All right. It's going to be a media circus. It'll be like the Beatles <laughs> when they first went to America. <laughs> Jesus, right. Oh, I'm so excited we're going out to Berlin to watch him. We, we saw Noel Gallagher in Berlin, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, we saw uh, Noel Gallagher in Amsterdam. We saw BDI in Paris. Yeah. We've really done the hard yards. They are like the... BDI in Paris really is a, a couple kind of, of saddos, basically, aren't we? That is first round of the Carabao Cup <laughs> away at Fleetwood. I mean, that's real dedication. Isn't yeah. It? Um, talking of real dedication, we have to decide what club we're getting behind in today's three o'clock kickoff. So we've got a few uh, suggestions. Dan saying Northampton because the Cobblers is the best nickname. Kelly saying Dagenham and Redbridge because some of their fans couldn't make it to Halifax. Paul is saying Chorley FC away at Sutton United. Not me, I should be clear at this point. No, that's right. This is another Paul. Yep. Other Pauls are available. <laughs> be very careful with not showing favouritism just to McCaffrey. Um, he says their first season in the conference for 30 years. That seems like a good reason. Feels like we should get behind yeah, Chorley. 100%. So today, the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club is officially supporting Chorley FC away at Sutton United. That's exciting, isn't it? It does. It feels like it needed some sort of fanfare there. That was... Uh... Let's see what I've got. Let's see what I've got in the uh, tank. Do that again. Just... Today, we can reveal that we are going to be supporting Chorley FC away at Sutton United. <laughs> <laughs> that was like ambient spa music. That was like relaxing. <laughs> Chorley fans, sit back and relax. I want you to close your eyes and what? imagine. Yeah, what are you going to imagine? That the last 30 years has just been a small blip on an otherwise untarnished. I t- I'm sorry. That was like you were doing really well. <laughs> Thank you. I know. I sort of I doubted myself there. I should have kept going. I start to feel very I warm. I need to take a bit over. of my own motivational advice. That was lovely. Cheers. Paul McCaffrey's motivational clinic. Sit back and relax. Imagine you're a Chorley supporter 30 dark years out of <laughs> the National League. You know what? I'm pressing these buttons. This could have swearing on it. Imagine that. That'd be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to go in a ball of flames. What, so was, what am- did Ofcom get involved swearing mashup. <laughs> I wonder if such a thing exists. It's so good to have the Premier League back in it. I have not. It sounds so immature to say, I don't know how I filled the time in that summer. I can, I, I can hazard a guess. <laughs> Some of it unbroadcastable. Most well, not eating and dreaming about stir fries for the most time. How did you feel the time in the last three months? If you if you did find a novel way to to, to you know find a way to displace your football addiction, do text us on eight twelve fifteen. Have you dealt with these long dark three months? But today we're behind. Surely the Premier League. Obviously, we've had a couple of Premier League games. Liverpool winning last night. City winning 5-0 uh, against West Ham today. We should say in the uh, Scottish Premier League, Celtic beat Motherwell 5-2 away. That was yeah. after, I think, this, did no they alarms win 7-0? and no surprises so far, has it? It's been. I think they won 7-0 last week, Chelsea. Or, um, Celtic, sorry. Two very different clubs, Celtic and Chelsea. Yeah, both begin with C. Yes. That's where the similarities end. It, it does. Especially, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go into why they're different. I think most listeners know why they're different. Let's just say Celtic are a nice club. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. Rock and roll football on Absolute Radio. The early kickoff finished 5 0 
to Manchester City against West Ham United in the Championship. It was Leeds 1, Forest 1. Football is properly back now. It is. Still goalless in all the four o'clock, uh, the, sorry, the three o'clock games. But you're right, goalless in the four o'clocks as well. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely no action in the four <laughs> o'clocks yet. They've been dreadful so far. <laughs> uh, now, obviously, clubs have various ways of trying to bring themselves luck, and the mascot industry is huge now. Wigan Athletic have a new, as- uh, a new mascot, and it's a pie. It's a full pie called Krusty <laughs> the Pie with a big smiley face. It's just a pie in a tin. Lovely, really happy, isn't it? Nice. Well, it, I think what it captures is the real happiness that pies give. Yeah. Pies get a... Pies get a uh, but it's just a bloke in a pie. A kind of sort of walking... A kind of walking tribute to Sweeney Todd. It'd be feel, I'd, I'd, There's a bloke in there. Yeah. It'd be weird, wouldn't it? It's a sort of cannibal's dream. Wigan apparently has fans under the age of 12 to submit their ideas for coming up with a mascot. Over 50% of the entries were pies alone. Wow. These are under 12. This is just Wigan fans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can't let rivals design your mascot. (laughs) I think they should do that. Screw the a bit. Oh, yeah, it's another... Yeah, well, we can guess what it is. One... (laughs) They have inflatables of those in the away end and we're not making it our mascot. Um, Over 50% of entries were pies. The winning design was created by two local children. How many under 12s are obsessed with pies in Wigan? Well, over 50%. That's incredible, isn't it? I mean, I liked pies at that age. Yeah. But, like, the thought of young... I think of young kids now as being on Instagram. Uh, They've still got to eat. Yeah, I know, but I just imagine... They're just Instagramming pies. Yeah, but I imagine them eating, like, sushi or space powder. I don't know what kids (laughs) eat. Under-12s in Wigan eating sushi. (laughs) What? What sort of warped (laughs) fantasy are you living? Yeah, but I don't imagine them tucking into a big steak and kidney pie either. Lads, tease Eddie, come down and get your big steak and kidney pie. <laughs> that 12-year-olds, what do 12-year-olds eat now? Cola, not cola cubes, but I imagine fizzy drinks. Yeah. And cool, cool, whatever the cool sweets are. What are the cool sweets now? No idea. When it was, for ours it was a push pop, wasn't it? Push pops and melody, melody pops. The ones that were like a little I used to like the, uh, cig- the, 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 the cigarettes you used to get the what actual of, cigarettes yeah that's when I was under <laughs> top 12 top of, top of 20, 20 Bensons <laughs> that'd be that's a good that's what mess. I actually I was going to say yeah yeah 50% of the entries were pies the other 50% were just <laughs> pack it packed. of tabs <laughs> <laughs> well I just I think it's strange that under 12s are thinking of pies as a mascot I don't know why you're fixating so much on under 12s yeah doesn't surprise me at all what would you yeah a, a pie says to me blokes in their 40s yeah. Oh, that says to me, it says, uh, you know, a gastropub in Lincolnshire, couple <laughs> of pints of real ale. Surely Lincolnshire, the, the mascot will be a sausage. That's a fair point. Yeah. Sausage pie, compromise. Let's shake on it. A sausage pie? Sausage, I've never heard of a sausage pie. Well, I suppose toad in the hole is a kind of type of thing, but uh, we'd have a sausage casserole we're just with a, with a potato lid. Yeah. Do you call it a lid? Do now. You do now. Uh, well, obviously, no one else thought this was weird that 12-year-olds were obsessed with pies. And yeah. Wigan. I can't imagine that's been flagged up anywhere else. I just thought a 12-year-old would pick, like, an alien or or a pop star. Are it, have any teams got aliens as a mascot? Oh, I think Man City have um, Moonbeam. They're like the aliens, aren't they? Because like the, they live on the blue moon or something. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, what's Southampton's mascot? Sammy the Saint. He's like a dog with big ears. He looks like a sort of bloodhound. So dogs do go to heaven, in Southampton at least. Yeah. <laughs> Why a dog? 
I've got no idea, actually. That's a very good question. I've just never really sort of uh, given it too much thought. It's just like, hey, there's a dog on the pitch <laughs> after time. <laughs> do, your, do your thing, man. I suppose in a way it's quite retro because a dog on the pitch doesn't really happen anymore, but at Southampton they've made More's sure... More's the pity. Absolutely right. At Southampton they make sure that it does happen pre-match. Yeah. But why a dog is the same? I don't know. I'm sure Google will have uh, an answer to that. I'm, you know what? I am sure in some cultures dogs are revered. I mean, in this culture they are, aren't they? Will you find a country that loves dogs more than the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland? Off the top of your head. Uh, what other countries? I mean, I don't know why we're having... This is... You know what? I said that this was kind of gastropub food in a pub in Lincolnshire, and I'm talking to you like I'm in that pub. Like <laughs> I've just had a slice of pie. I think what I'm trying to do, I think, you know, subconsciously, I thought if we talk about pies on here, we're going to all get in touch and say... Oh, we've actually made a, a selection of pies, <laughs> and you guys are the perfect guys to t- try them out. Yeah, have they, have they got like a special pie that's out to sort of commemorate the new the mascot? It seems like a, a, a squandered opportunity if they don't. That's right. Although, actually, w- would it not be tormenting for a child, traumatizing, to see the mascot as a pie and then to eat him at half very time? Good, very, very good point. But Daddy, I'm eating the mascot. <laughs> They're very posh in Wigan. <laughs> Daddy, I don't want to eat Wigan's mascot. Maybe not. I think you've just got to think these things through. Our mascot is um, Sherwood... Uh, not Sherwood the Bear. That was our old mascot, Robin Hood. Oh, that's good. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Nottingham Forest, Robin Hood. Yeah, it's, it's a crossover brand made in heaven. And as he could come out and sort of fire um, like rubber arrows into the sort of uh, crowd. Yeah, that's instead of rubber bullets, rubber arrows to just calm the family stand. Like when they have the basketball and they've got the guns where they're firing out T-shirts, it'd be yeah, a yeah, good yeah. opportunity to get a bit of merchandise T- out there. gas some of the kids, just sort of give it a bit. <laughs> I mean, Robin Hood obviously should be robbing some of them. That's what our mascot should do, identify the richest supporters in the ground. Yeah. And, and, and uh, what's it called? What's it called when you get robbed in the street? Mugged. Get mugged them, yeah. Rob, our mascot should be mugging our own supporters and then redistributing the wealth to the people who look the poorest. I mean, that's very problematic. Yeah. Maybe not. Or give the money to a charity. That's what Robin Hood would have done. Yeah, maybe your mascot should behave like... So your dog should, like, pee on the corner flag. <laughs> <laughs> this pie should be eaten. Oh, imagine that. If it was a new edible pie every week in Wigan and then at half time they ate it. Why aren't people thinking of these sort of ideas? <laughs> Possibly because they're dreadful. Already losing the dressing room. Rock and roll football on Absolute Radio. Now, as promised, earlier in the day, we spoke to a legend of English football, the mascot of Watford FC. What a scoop. Oh, my word. Brace yourself for a full... This is a world exclusive with Harry the Hornet. I'm delighted to say we're joined by one of the biggest stars in Premier League football, Harry the Hornet. It's a real honour to have you on. Probably the most famous mascot in the Premier League. Do you feel that pressure? Um, I wouldn't say it's pressure. It's a laugh, it's good fun, but uh, it's nice now I've been recognised to come to the Premier League now after a few years. A uh, long time in coming. Um, and we're enjoying our stay. Uh, I'm certainly enjoying it. So are you aware of your behaviour then? If you're having a pint on, say, a Friday night, do people say, come on, Harry, you've got a big game tomorrow, mate? I don't, I, I don't drink on the night before a big game. Amazing. Fit for a Saturday. You've, got to, you've got to do it properly. Maybe practicing <laughs> a bit of dancing, but that's about it. <laughs> and is it a full-time and job? No, no, it, it's a hobby. I work, I work in the city, long hours, hard work, and, and this is a good stress reliever, as they say. Um, but it's something I take great, great pride in, great passion in, and all I want to do is deliver. And is there a mascot fraternity? Are there rivalries amongst mascots? Um, I wouldn't, well, obviously we, we've got certain clubs that probably aren't 
the best friends with Harry the Hornet, but uh, they'll get over it. Um, <laughs> no, I, I know, I know a couple of, of mascots out of suits where I've done some charity events, and there's some good lads, there's some some weird old lads. Um, well, who's the weird ones? Yeah. Oh, I can't say on radio. Come on. Well, you, okay, okay. You don't have to name. <laughs> I can't do that. I mean, I'd like to, but I can't. Have you ever been caught short in the uh, in the outfit? No. No. You never had to sort of make a run for it. Do you use your urinals next to sort of the the civilians? <laughs> no, you. you to be honest, when you're in the costume, you, your adrenaline is pumping for for probably what two, three hours. So your mind is not really on needing to to go to the toilet or anything like that. You well, here's a question for you: that suit that you're sweating in every game, how often is it washed? Every game. Oh wow! So it's fresh. It's like getting into a freshly yeah. made bed every time. Yeah, I mean, I, I wear a like a wetsuit underneath, and then you've got your, your your top half of fur, your bottom half of fur, and then you've got to get over the top. That all goes into the wash every week. I the presume. head's cleaned out and uh, washed out by myself. I take that back with me just to make sure that it's clean and prepared for the next game. And have you given him like a backstory? How how sort of method do you go with Harry the Hornet? You like De Niro? No, no, no. <laughs> it's just all spontaneous and. Uh, Nothing's pre-planned with Harry apart from maybe a, a dance routine and what have you, but everything is just off the cuff. But you're not, you're not adding, you're not adding any layers. You're not saying you're like Harry's divorced, he misses his kids. You know, you're not adding that kind no. of. No, Harry did get married in '97. I think it was a Friday night when we played balls at home. Oh. Um, it was live on Sky. And it was nice that, that Harry experienced love for a brief time, and of course we mourn the loss of Harriet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> A goal at Vicarage Road. We were just talking to Harry the Hornet. Will he be celebrating Paul McCaffrey? No, I'm absolutely gutted to report that Brighton have scored at Vicarage Road. <laughs> so we can only hope that Watford are able to pull two back uh, and get normal order restored. Uh, yeah, devastating news. Brighton have scored. I think it's so funny that you die. I mean, for a comedian, corporate gigs can be quite difficult. But this was this was above and beyond. As a football These fan, were despicable people invited. To really, a... <laughs> really unpleasant. Absolutely no Christmas spirit whatsoever. I really, yeah. I'm really behind Watford all the way on this one, and I've got no vested interest in Watford whatsoever, other than the fact that I at utterly despise Brighton. I do just want to—I want to paint the picture for the public. So we do these corporate gigs sometimes as comedians. They're often in, uh, you know, corporate areas of the ground, executive suites and things like that. You're invited to a pre- you know what I think is the journey you went on. Invited by a Premier League football club to be there and say very excited, very. You must have been oh, turned wow. up with a little hop, skip, and a jump. Oh, hello, this is nice. Put my suit on. Did my hair had a shave i went there with good intentions <laughs> and had it thrown back in my face did they laugh so you did they laugh at your first joke nothing i got <laughs> announced on stage and the, the volume in the room stayed the same as it had been it was, it was as if nothing had happened wow. please welcome to the stage a comedian for tonight paul mccaffrey and then just a background hum of like conversation and just yeah yeah <laughs> Oh mate, they're also now as a as a show we are supporting Chorley. Yes, their first game in the National League for thirty years. They're playing away at Sutton United. Yeah. And they're currently two one up. They were two 0 up, but the Sutton scum uh, pulled one back. <laughs> Gotta stop slagging people off. This is a friendly <laughs> show. Brighton about it. Sutton about it. It's a nice slag off Chelsea. Well, I thought we were getting behind Chorley. That was it. Sorry, I've got yeah. a little bit carried away. I'd like to apologise to any Sutton for the unlikely event. There are any Sutton fans listening. <laughs> um, first goal scored by uh, Courtney M- Meppen Walter. 
Unfeasibly posh name for a for a footballer, isn't it? Jacob so, Rees-Mogg's like, second little Lord cousin. Fauntleroy. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine him in a top hat and tail stand the wing. Uh, second goal by uh, Chris Holroyd and uh, Aaron Jarvis pull one back for Sutton, so that remains two one. I tell you what, Paul, who who tweeted us to get behind that game, absolutely the right the right game to pick. It's a thrills and spills down at Sutton United. Uh, but yes, the idea of uh, our football supporters club is that we pick a team to support, uh, not a team to hate. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. I've really misjudged the tone of this feature. <laughs> what, was I? Like apologize. What, what Paul heard was, let's hate Sutton United. <laughs> I mean, I understand that basically it's it, it's, very, it's two sides of the same coin. But we, from now on, this show's going to be. Peace I've just had the... a coffee. Okay, <laughs> I just uh, I, there's a rush of blood to the head. I got carried away. I'd like to apologise to any anyone that was offended by that uh, outburst. Rock and roll football on Absolute Radio. Goals are flying in elsewhere. Fulham one nil up against Blackburn. Crawley one nil up against Salford. I tell you what, it was interesting watching. Um, it is Salford, isn't it? The uh, Class of '92, yeah, are behind. I watched them the other. The other what game was? Well, who did they play on the first game of the season the other day? I watched it last week. Fourth division football. It was brilliant. It was really good. Wow. I was shocked. So I'll just watch it because it's on, and it ended up being brilliant. So it just goes to show: Charlton won, Stoke won in a championship. <laughs> That's the great thing about having so many absolute radio sources at grounds across the country is that we get this information as it happens. <laughs> um, now, Sam Allardyce. <clears throat> Uh, obviously, former England manager. That was a badly timed cough there. That sounded like it was... <clears throat> Quite a good impression of him. I imagine yeah. he's permanently clearing his throat somehow. Hocking a loogie. <laughs> <laughs> he's always got maybe some sort of processed pork just knocking around the back of his throat. It'd be like a whale that's permanently <laughs> just got plankton knocking around his, his gizzards. But yeah, God, Sam Allardyce. Sorry, I had a scotch egg on the way. <clears throat> well, that'd be the sausages. Uh, rumoured, he was rumoured to be on the new series of Strictly. What? Yeah. That's no. insane, with a head that big. <laughs> well, Don't be able to sort of toss him around and never get him back up again. <laughs> you can't. That is too big a head. He looks more like a crooner than Twinkle Toes. Like, he'd be better off on X Factor. You'd That's imagine him coming idea. out and knocking out a few Sinatra tunes or something like that. Shirt sort of unbuttoned halfway down, the rug out, a medallion. <laughs> not dancing. No, it's not his thing. It, it turned out it was... Ian Lee wrongly told the country that he was going to be on. Where did he get that information Got from? No idea. But I mean, it, it would, he would be a nightmare on that, as you say, physically. That's not... sort of one of those things you have a really vivid dream and you wake up and you can't quite make out whether you dreamt it or whether it was something that happened. And you sort of go on live radio. You've got a bit of time to fill and you just sort of oh, whack it. I'll just bash it out there. It's 50 50. It would be amazing if he did it. The interviews after the dance, they'd be like post-match interviews. It'd be incredible. You know what? The standard of refereeing at this level is awful. <laughs> I, don't know what Link, I don't know what Lane Goodman <laughs> thought he was doing. I, look, I can't talk about the referees this week because I've been told I'm going to get into trouble. But you know, <laughs> we're taking each dance as it comes. You know, <laughs> you know what? I'm proud of what we did out there tonight, and it wasn't it wasn't the prettiest game to watch. Yeah, but I think we got a result there. You know, we're taking each game as it comes. He's not a cockney, is he? I went into my Stuart Pearson president. <laughs> <laughs> It would be a nightmare. He would treat it like football. Yeah, he'd get in the Have other. Have they had like a, 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 a football manager on there? The... Redknapp did the jungle. Oh, was Redknapp the... not rumoured to be doing this series? Oh, imagine that. I think he'd be better. Yes. I just think he's just too hefty, isn't he, Allardyce? Do you know what I mean? He just wouldn't be lithe enough. It'd, you know, probably be all right if it was sort of, I don't know, like line dancing or something like that. But you know, to sort of 
The Paso Doble, you'd need to just be someone a bit more... The thing is, what they do with the ones that can't move is... Oh, David just... James is doing it, of course. Oh, but he'll be good. He's got to be... You know what? I remember trying to start a chant for him in the 2004 European Championships. So in our local pub, I became the kind of chant starter. The pressure got to me. And I tried to start a David Ch James chant to the tune of the Bon Jovi song. And it was, shots in a box... David James, you give us a bad name. No one ever joined in with it. I can imagine David James is the sort of person that would go to a salsa class as well, because he's a bit of a culture vulture and he's big into the art. And yes, I could just—it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise you at all if he turned out to be like a bit sort of hand, bit handy with his feet as well as his. Uh, yeah, I can imagine him sort of running a few Ciroc classes, Southwest London. I could actually do a lot of this. I could set up my own Ciroc company. We do a bit of zumba. Do you know what I think could be good at salsa? Andy Carroll. Why? I, can, I don't know. He's just got that sort of slightly Latino look, hasn't he? I can imagine him in a cumber band, just sort of a pair of castanets. Yeah, it's because he's got that slight top knot. Yeah. He's got the haircut of a Spanish woman. Looks like a bullfighter. I mean, that would be great. Celebrity bullfighting. What? <laughs> that, that would be. Allardyce would be toast. <laughs> don't keep one. that to yourself. Don't go public <laughs> with that, man. Well, it? well, I've got proof that I had it first, haven't I? Good. Yeah, good point. Celebrity bullfighting. Allardyce. I mean, he, he'd knock the ball out. The bullet run at him and just spark itself out. I'm a matador, get me out of it. Allardyce there with a pint of white wine. <laughs> busking it. Busking it as it goes. Who else would be good on it? What Stuart it? Pierce. Joey Barton. I think we're just picking like the roughest, hardest people we can think of. Yeah. Vinnie Jones. David Batty. Roy Keane. <laughs> oh my. We could do it at the Coliseum. I'd love to see Roy Keane on Strictly, actually. That would be something. He'd psych people out. He'd scare people. Do you reckon getting in people's heads when they're trying to warm up for their dance? <laughs> it's like next week, only three of them would be there. Yeah. Take that. Try and injure me on the dance floor. You're no balls. <laughs> psych people out. Well, this has been a wonderful... Uh, Mansfield, by the way, pulled a goal back. Nicky Maynard. Is that the Nicky Maynard? Must be. As far as I was aware, there weren't two Nicky Maynards in football. Mansfield 1, Morecambe 2, Preston 2, Wigan 0. In Scotland, it's St. Johnson 2, Livingston 2. And in the Northern League, the National League even, it's Solihull Moors 1-0 up thanks to a Paul McCallum penalty in the 40th minute. We're going to keep you updated. It's almost half-time right here on Rock and Roll Football. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio. We were... We were what is the word? Hypothesising. About a TV show we'd like to see, Celebrity Bullfighting. We have been... I mean, it has gone off out there. I've got the entire country tweeting me here with footballers they would like to see on um, Celebrity Bullfighting. Uh, Mark Webster says, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Very good. But I think that's because of the Ole. Yeah. But that's OK. Chrissy Hamilton says, Lewis Graben. Now, I don't want people to misunderstand the point of this. We're saying that people who would be good at fighting a bull, not people you would like to see attacked by a bull. It's not the Pampelona bull run. Exactly. This is more the... We're the, not looking for people you'd like to see trampled underfoot, mushed. Maimed. Their heads gored. Caved in. Yes, we don't want to see that. And, and, and we should, obviously, bullfighting is arguably unethical to the bull. Yeah. So it's not a real bull. It's a mechanical, vegan bull. This whole bull. thing is hypothetical. <laughs> yes, the whole thing's hypothetical. Yeah. The, the, no, the, no harm will come to the mechanical, vegan bull. And <laughs> mechanical, vegan bull, by the way, next year's a different show. Uh, Henrik says Vinnie Jones. Yeah, we did say Vinnie Jones, didn't we? Yeah, I think Henrik's just repeated what we've said. But, <laughs> Henrik, we agree. <laughs> Lee Sanders says Pedro Mendes and Ben Thatcher. Oh. Ben Thatcher is a great show. Unlikely was... bedfellows. 
Yes. Well, that's a good idea. A double act. I'd tell you what, I mean, a great number nine and number ten, one would make a kind of diverting run. <laughs> now, Colin Moore and Brian Roy, Roy would distract the bull, and then Colin Moore could then not fight. It's Any ex-Forest would... players would already have the red required for the... Uh... Oh, yes. If they keep the shirt on, the dead. Well, yeah. Take your shirt off. That applies to Liverpool, Arsenal, and other teams who play in red. <laughs> Someone else here said Carlos Valderrama, Roger Miller, Rudy Voller, Gaza, and Bruce Grobelar. He's given this a lot of thought. We've had a couple of Grobelar shouts, and I think Grobelar, people think of him as nimble, the, the wobbly tash. legs. Ah, maybe it's the tash. It's more of a kind of stylistic. Yeah. He holds himself very much like a bullfighter, doesn't he? He's got that sort of, I can imagine him, you know, stamping his foot down like yes. a... Yes. Theatrical. <laughs> Imagine that's how he comes into his flat every night. <laughs> like in an American sitcom. <laughs> Very sneaky. <laughs> Sexters, 8, 12, 15. What present and past footballers, or indeed future ones, would you like to see? Because <laughs> if you call this right, what a heck of a show. Um, on vegan, ethical, mechanical bull... Celebrity vegan, mechanical bull... What we, do, we don't want anyone to get hurt. It's just about the ability to, I suppose, dodge, wrestle a bull that has no feelings. Yeah. Yeah, we're sounds, all agreed. Uh, we're all agreed. We're all agreed. It's it's just about having a nice time with a bull. Celebrity. Well, that could be misconstrued, couldn't it? <laughs> yeah. <it could. laughs> Again, I can imagine Bruce Grubbler be right up his street. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. <laughs> Rock and roll football on Absolute Radio. Vivian Pompey's been in touch. He says on uh, celebrity bullfighting. It has to be Mickey Flynn. The legend would have it on a barbecue by half time. <laughs> It's a mechanical bowl we're talking about here, Vinny. <laughs> exactly. you, you, I mean, you can barbecue it. Sparks like, flying everywhere. Oh, but then we're going to have the climate lot and say, you know, if you burn metal or if you try and incinerate, you're going to release dangerous chemicals. This is uh, chemical-free vegan. It's an absolute it, minefield, isn't it? This is it. You just you try and have some harmless banter about people getting maimed by an animal. You end up offending someone at every turn. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Joseph Surtees has got in touch. Says Gordon Strachan versus Duncan Ferguson, a Scottish grudge match. Ooh. But the bull's involved as well. So you've got to find a Scottish bull and then Strachan and Ferguson. An Aberdeen Angus bull. <laughs> of course, yeah. Quite a few people just saying Steve bull. Yeah, good. Some bull-on-bull bull action. Yeah. Which bully. we know people do like. Uh, someone said Peter Reed and Peter Shilton. People are imagining partnerships taken on the... I didn't know that bullfighting happened in twos. No. It's not something I've ever been aware of. I, I've got to be honest, I've not paid a huge amount of attention to it over the years. This is not... Do they show it on Sky, Sky Sports? I'm not, I'm not sure Peter Shilton is the um, best If option. you could have a mechanical bull so there's no actual bull involved, you could call it No Bull. That's a really good idea. You can imagine Paddy Power sponsoring that. Yeah. No Bull, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is they say on their things. David Gilmore, and I think this, this really taps into what you were saying with Grobelar, has said Eric Cantona. David Gilmore? Not from Pink Floyd? Uh, no, this That's unexpected. <laughs> so I should say, th th no, this is a young guy wearing aviators. Oh, and um, it's David Gilmore, 84. So possibly named after David Gilmore. Yeah. Um, who knows if David Gilmore, 84, will go on to achieve more than David Gilmore. Highly unlikely. Well, I don't want, I don't want, to, I don't want to rain on his parade. Oh, He's a young it again. man. He's done it again. Mean, David, whatever you're doing out there, keep going. Uh, keep rocking the aviators and keep coming up with the uh, ball suggestions. And who knows, maybe you will reach the lofty heights of one of the most seminal psychedelic rock bands uh, in UK rock history. I love how you started off slugging off Brighton. 
Then it moved to Sutton. Now you're picking on people specifically. He's bullying Dave. David Gilmore, 84, I want to say. Personally, you're one of my favourite listeners. So, uh, Alexander Wood says George Best. Oh. Fast, you see. Yeah. Lovely touch on him. And a nice couple of bottles of Rioja after the... Uh... Well, that's right. Very sophisticated approach to bullfighting. Mm. Can you imagine him... Um, rather than, you know, that famous uh, video footage of him with the champagne glass mountain. Yeah. The pyramid, you know, the water yeah, cascades, yeah. the champagne, sorry, cascades down. Imagine him doing that with, I don't know, chorizo. <laughs> How would that work? He'd just have a big sort of like sausage. <laughs> He'd feed the mechanical bull through the... I think we're getting too convoluted. Just keep texting us because these are interesting. Text on 81215. Which footballers, past, present, or indeed future, would you think would be good on our new TV show, Celebrity Bullfighting, where no one gets And uh, if Roger Waters is listening, we'd love to hear from him. <laughs> Rock and roll football on Absolute Radio. I don't know how to break this to you, but we are in a triple air horn situation. <laughs> Goals flying in all over the Premier League. Flurry of activity. Paul McCaffrey, what's the latest? I'm absolutely devastated to bring the following to you. Somehow, against all odds, Burnley have managed to fluke one against Southampton. Uh, another goal for Brighton, sickeningly, and uh, Bournemouth have gone one 0 up against Sheffield United. That's for United. That's three goals since we last spoke to you in the Premier League. Uh, so that's now uh, Bournemouth 1, Sheffield United 0, Burnley 1, Southampton 0 and Watford 0, Brighton 2. On the big discussion, gripping the nation, celebrity bullfighting, the new absolute radio rock and roll football show. Um, uh, Dan the Cobbler got in touch, he said Ian Holloway, his post-match press conference would be incredible. I don't think the bullet understand what he's saying. Yeah, and Holloway would be doing all those kind of Gervaisisms. I'm not saying I'm unlucky, but I'd come up sucking my own horn. <laughs> uh, Cedric in Newcastle says, Bullfighting. It's got a be Zlatan for me. What can he do? He'll put your bulls out. Suarez would be good. He'd just bite the bull. That's a good idea. Just eat it raw. Or uh, rare, as they call it. Yeah. Imagine that if he thought it was just his food being sent out. Bloody hell, this one's rare. I'm going to bite it while it's still alive. <laughs> But as you say, he's got uh, he's got previous doing that. We will keep you updated on all the uh, Premier League goals as they go in. I mean, this celebrity bullfight, it makes me think that actually we've had such a hot response to it. It makes me think that I should go away and write this up as a kind of pitch. No? Yeah, no, absolutely. Sorry. I'm all over it, mate. It sounds great. <laughs> Some, say it like you mean it, mate. Someone <laughs> said Razor Ruddock. Yeah, good shout. I mean, I think some people are just thinking of men that look like bulls. Yeah. Well, that's what, you know, I thought would make it more interesting, wouldn't it? More of a fair fight. Yeah. Would you, well, here's, here's the thing. So to make it fairer, would you either uh, and, uh, ethically remove the mechanical bull's horns or give Neil Ruddock a pair of horns to wear to level it <laughs> Ethically remove the bull's horns and then put those on. Oh, this is, this is. T- this Delicious. Has, you know what? This has got Sky One written all over it. A good squad on paper. away from bringing you the final scores from across the Premier League and of course that thriller between Sutton United and Chorley. Now today I've been joined by the wonderful Paul McCaffrey. Matt Dyson couldn't be here because he's in LA but he sent us a message. Now I haven't heard this so if it's filth this is not on my head. Right 4D, how are you mate? I'm alright. I hope it's going well in Edinburgh. I can't be there for a 
another deep fried pizza banquet this year. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Uncle Quentin Tarantino insisted I come out to his to see his new film in his own cinema in LA. So I'm currently sat by the pool, a rooftop pool in a hotel. Can you hear the splash splash? By the time you hear this, uh, Forest will have probably lost our second league game of the season against Leeds which is quite annoying I'm presuming that you never know who knows we signed a whole new squad of players like we do every six months maybe one day they'll make a Netflix documentary about us someday someday A40 I miss you I miss your Noel Gallagher impressions I'll see you soon Oh, man, that's really made me miss him. But I would say, the way you said Quentin Tarantino really annoyed me. Uh, Quentin Tarantino? I know he is, mate. He's a in LA talking to Tarantino. I spent five minutes earlier talking to a bloke dressed as a wasp. <laughs> Rock and roll football on Absolute Radio. Trying to get Paul Pumper's agent to take us as clients. Final whistles blowing across the country. Paul McCaffrey with the final scores. So, full-time, Bournemouth 1, Sheffield United 1, Burnley 3, Southampton 0, the dying embers of the Palace Everton game. That's nil nil. Uh, that's ninety minutes played. Uh, a minute to go, and uh, Watford nil. Brighton three. Paul, I'm so sorry that on your birthday you came in here and saw your team lose live oh, no, on the I came radio. Here in good faith. You've got your Southampton away shirt on. I've had a nice meal, I suppose. That's one good thing. We've had a lot of Scottish food in here today, so that's that's been one. Uh, oh, and that's full time. Palace nil uh, nil. Well, it's a pleasure to be back with Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio. You can see Paul McCaffrey every day at the Edinburgh Festival. What time is that on, Paul? 7.40 at the Belly Laugh. Uh, My show is called Lemon. Please come along. It'll be lovely to see you all there, unless you're a Brighton fan or a Burnley fan, (laughs) in which case, stay there. Away. <laughs> uh, my show, Brexit Pursued by Bears on the Pleasance Courtyard every night at half eight. I'll be back next Saturday, live from the Edinburgh Festival with Paul McCaffrey when hopefully Southampton will win. But you have to say, based on today's performance, it looks like relegation <laughs> for Southampton. If you have any money, put it all on black because they are going down. Rock and roll football on Absolute Radio. Well, that was the podcast. Is Paul McCaffrey still alive? I've managed to get through it without having a clutcher, which is what I believe they call it up here. Uh, it was touch and go, couple of chest pains, but I've managed to ride that wave and uh, I'm hopefully going to be back next week. Hopefully Paul McCaffrey will still be alive next week. Um, if not, I, I, you know, obviously we will mourn his loss. But we will, uh, <laughs> the show must the go show on. Definitely, show, definitely, I've got to make a living, mate. I mean, I'm, just don't, don't have the funeral between two and five on a Saturday. Okay because obviously we'll all be listening to this. Um, It's a pleasure to be back. It's a pleasure to be here in Edinburgh doing the show with Paul. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast, and we'll see you next week.